0: Welcome back to Part Car Convos. I am Maddie Mitchell. I am your host today and always because, well, quite frankly, this is literally my podcast. So, who else is going to host it? Happy freaking Monday. I hope you had a phenomenal weekend and you're feeling well rested and say it with me, ready to tackle this week. It is actually so crazy to me that we are like halfway through October. I really, truly did not consent to the passing of time like that. That's not something that's feeling good to me. Um, And it's also crazy. Because, like, it's October, and then believe it or not, it's November, and then it's December. That is actually so crazy. I sat down the other day and I was planning out the rest of the episodes of the podcast for the rest of the year. And that was kind of like a jarring moment for me because I'm like, how am I able to do this right now? That feels kind of scary. There's still a few slots that are open. So this is a great reminder. If you have any episode ideas, shoot me a DM on the podcast Instagram. It's at pod. It's in the show notes every week. Uh, that being said, this week's episode is a roommate horror story episode. And I'm so excited. A lot of people seem to be new fans of the podcast and going back and listening to old episodes, which brings me grave anxiety if I'm speaking my truth because I've had this podcast for two years and there's kind of a little evidence to support that that's actually me speaking in the first I don't know 50 episodes that's we don't know who that is actually I'm not really finding myself aligned with that girl. Is she even funny? I don't know. We don't know. Um, But people had listened to my first episode that I did on roommate horror stories. And a lot of people have actually requested a part two. So this is a fun part two because this time around it's listener write-ins, which the first time around I think I just found the stories on the depths of the internet. Um, And it's so much more fun when it's listener write-ins because I just love that it's kind of interactive and I've always wanted to format episodes like this. So this is really, really exciting for me personally. And thank you so much to everyone who wrote in another great reason why you should follow the podcast on Instagram, because that's where I put up stories that have the links to submit your episodes or to submit your stories for these episodes. Um, so yeah, you should definitely be keeping an eye out on the podcast Instagram for those, because we're going to have a few more episodes that are like this style, um, coming up. So you'll have your chance to make your contribution. Also so many submissions for this particular genre of story. Um, so there might even be a part three at some point, because I definitely will not be able to get through all these submissions in one episode. So if you did write in and you didn't hear your story, just hang tight because I'm sure I will get to it At some point and an undisclosed later date. Thank you so much. Before we get to those story times, let's do peak and valley of the week. For me, my peak of the week was I went to the Cape this weekend. If you're not from Massachusetts, the Cape is Cape Cod, which is the arm of Massachusetts. So it's like all beach towns. Um, And I went down to the Cape with my family, which was really fun. But we went to this like fishing pier and there was a ton of seals in the water. And I... I don't. I think I've talked about it on here a little bit, but a little known fact about me, I love wildlife photography. It's something I'm like really passionate about. I'm not really great at it, but I love it so much. And so I, I brought my camera and I took pictures of all these seals and it really made my entire week. I'm not going to lie. And my valley of the week is super trivial, but it's something that has been actually so annoying for me if I'm speaking my truth, which I always aim to do this Starbucks in my town has been closed for renovations for weeks now. And this Starbucks is like, uh, it's such a mystery to me. It like randomly will just like close for weeks and like they won't tell you when they're coming. Like it's so confusing. And it's the only because there's a couple other Starbucks that are near me that are like inside of a Target or like inside of a grocery store. But this is the only like standalone Starbucks near me that also has a drive through and everything. So it's obviously the one that I go to most of the time. Um, and I love Starbucks seasonal drinks because I'm a human being and I have a heart and I have just been craving Starbucks drinks recently because it's tis the season And it's really frustrating that that Starbucks isn't open. So I really have only gotten Starbucks if I'm like in Target. But even then, it's like half the time I go to Target, it's like 5 o'clock at night. And like I'm not getting a pumpkin spice latte then because I also value sleep and sanity. And it's just annoying because they don't – I don't know when they're coming back. And what a horrible time. Like pumpkin spice is their time to shine. So it's actually crazy to me that someone – like planned this to happen during this time of year I feel like that's just like bad business sense but that's just like a personal gripe I've been having but don't worry there's so much evidence to support that I will persevere so thank god for that um okay Pass the ox song of the week for me personally mirrorball by Taylor Swift on repeat it's been on repeat you guys know I've kind of been in my folklore era since like August, uh, which is fitting, but I just can't stop. I just can't stop. And I won't stop. I probably will stop actually (laughs) in a couple weeks when 1989 comes out. Another thing, here's a fun fact. A lot of people have been saying that in their, in their listening to all of my old episodes, I did an episode when Red Taylor's version came out and it was called in Taylor we trust. And a lot of you guys have been asking for me to do that for 1989 Taylor's version. And also I've gotten, I've gotten requests for the past like couple months to talk about like do like a full-blown recap of my Aeros tour experience. So I'm thinking... I'm going to do a bonus episode at some point that'll be 1989 Taylor's version plus my Eras tour experience because I don't want it to be a regular episode because I know not everyone cares, but I do want to talk about it because I feel like it'll be really fun. So hopefully that'll be coming out. I'm not committing to any date because I'm trying to not, you know, deliver any false promises here, but at some point after 1989 comes out, I definitely will do an episode about that, which will be really exciting. Okay. This week's traffic report is brought to you by a TikTok that I keep seeing on my for you page and I keep seeing people talk about it. And so I wanted to talk about it because there's not enough opinions on it. I personally need to voice mine as well. Um, If you haven't seen this creator, her name's Michelle. She's a bartender. Um, She's really, really big on TikTok. I think she started by just making like bartending videos like talking about how to make drinks and stuff like that but then now she makes like skits that are you know reminiscent of interactions that she's had with her customers at the bars that she works at and recently she made she made this video okay um I'm sure a lot of you've probably seen it but I just want to give context for those that haven't She made a video where she starts off by saying like, I've debated whether or not I should tell you guys this story, you know, I keep going back and forth because it's like really embarrassing for me and my husband, but I just feel like I should share it, um, in case it helps someone. Okay. So you're like, okay, like, wait, where is this going? You know what I mean? Like, I wonder what happened. And she goes on to say, this is the general gist of the story. Her husband, she's like, my husband doesn't drink. He can't drink because once he has one drink, he has every single drink, Um, so yeah, he doesn't drink. And you're like, okay. So her husband doesn't drink immediately follows that sentence with, so he was out at the bar having a beer and it's like, wait a minute, what? I'm confused. Which is it? Does he not drink or was he out at the bar having a beer? Like I'm confused. And he has a beer. He basically is out. I don't think she was with him or she was with him, but then she like left or something. He's out at the bar. He has, he just gets hammered. He gets so hammered. Okay. And eventually He comes home to their house. They also just had a baby. So they have like an an infant child in their home. They just moved to a new house too. And she's telling all of us this, right? They just moved to a new house. Um, The baby's asleep. She's home. He gets home. And like some guy drove him home, I think. I'm getting a, a a few pieces of this jumbled, but the heart of the story is the same. There is a strange man in her house that she does not know with her husband. She's like, who is this guy? And I guess eventually the guy, like, he's like, oh, I I just brought him home. And she at first was like, oh, thank you. And then eventually the guy leaves. And the next day she went to the bar because her husband had like used her card or something. And she went back to the bar for some reason. I don't know if he left something there. I, I can't remember why she went back, but she goes back to the bar and she's talking to the bartender. And the bartender's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like I tried to get them not to do it. And she's like, wait, what? And she's like, there was these guys that were talking to your husband and they were like definitely trying to rob your house. And the husband, because he's so sloshed, doesn't recognize what's happening and fully invites this man who was gonna attempt to rob them back to their house. (laughs) And it's like, why did you tell this story on the, you didn't have, not every story has to be told on the internet, number one. And everyone has been saying like, it's just so crazy that you thought that this would like help someone. You know that, you know, I feel like this might help someone, you know, when you invite a robber over to your home and you let them in and you say, take whatever you want. Like, no, no one can literally, no one can kind of relate to that. And then this video blew up and went so viral and everyone like the general sentiment is the same like keep this to, keep this to yourself like this is you shouldn't be talking about this she also goes on in the video to say like and we just moved to this house so we don't have a security system yet and it looked like he was like casing the place and like he like she's like I'm afraid he's gonna come back and she's talking about all this on the internet on the internet she is saying all of this and it's like do you not have fear like keep some things to yourself and I feel like it's so common now and so like well known in the year of our lord 2023 that there are things that you have to keep to yourself for safety like there are so many things that even like that I even you know edit out or like try to not get in my videos because I don't want people knowing that that's And it's like, how do you not have any, and she's a grown woman. Like she's in her thirties. Like she should know that, you know, you should like be safe on the internet. Like it's, she's not like a 12 year old girl that's like confused and like, doesn't get that there's like threats out there. You know what I mean? Um, so crazy. So then, then she also has a video where she talks about how she just got a new job at this bar. And I think it's been widely, um, known the bar that she works at, which I, I get in a sense because like she makes all this bartending content. People wanted to know where she works, which for me, scary. I would never do that. I would never advertise that. Um, I get that people would just kind of find out eventually if they live in that area and they go to the bar, Like they'd be like, oh, that's that woman from TikTok. Like, I get that word would get out, but I certainly would never be the one volunteering that information, right? And she apparently used to volunteer this information down to the shift. She would say, I'm like, I'm working this Saturday from blank to blank in order to like drive traffic into the restaurant, which also I'm like, that's, oh, that's so scary for so many reasons. She just got a job at a new restaurant, a new bar. And she has a video where she's like, hey guys, I just got a new job at the whatever bar. And she's like, "Now this bar is ca- kind of hard to find. It's at the intersection between this street and this. Tr-. And she's just like, giving someone a roadmap to find, to find her. And then she was saying like, what shift she's going to work. And I'm like, Oh my, Oh my God. Every this, you're telling us way too, way too much, just way too much. We don't need to know all of this information. Um, and then people are, you know, commenting on her story time video being like, Oh my God, like you need to get a divorce. Like this is like your husband clearly has a drinking problem that he clearly will not acknowledge because he went out and got drunk and she was in the way that she was treating it was like so odd cuz she's like and he cannot drink like he does not drink because of blah 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 and i don't get me wrong like having a drinking problem having an addiction problem that is very very serious and it should be treated seriously um but she was definitely making light of it and then um people in the comments are like oh my god divorce like i would get a divorce cuz he brought a stranger into their home where their newborn baby is, why would you ever do that? And I get it's because he's drunk, but why did you put yourself in a situation to be that hammered? And I also think he was out by himself. Like, uh, it's so concerning. So then she makes a response video to the comments that are like, divorce this man. And obviously I think the, the comments, I'm sure some of them are serious, but I think it's more so just like the sentiment, right? She makes a response video and she's like, have you guys never made a mistake before? Haven't you ever heard of making a mistake? And it's like, yeah, I've made a mistake that didn't put, you know, my family in jeopardy. I made a mistake that wasn't, you know, bringing a felon into my home. Like there's there's that and then there's a mistake. Those are two different things in my opinion. Uh, I would love to hear your takes on the situation if you've, if you've been keeping up with that because it's just like, it's inundated my entire for you page there's so many so many different thoughts and so many different people um which I kind of love I kind of I love like I said I love when we're all kind of in it together you know what I mean Okay. Without any further ado, let's jump into these roommate horror stories. I want to share my roommate horror story. Now, the last time I did this episode, I don't know if I told this story because it actually wasn't my direct roommate. Any of the roommates I lived with in college were like fine. They it was very uneventful. Um, but I lived my junior year of college. I lived in like a suite style, so there was five rooms, so ten girls in this um, suite. And then there was like a huge common room. And then the 10 of us shared, um, you know, like a bathroom and everything. And it didn't have a kitchen. Okay. The kitchen was just like in the building. It wasn't in the suite. So it was literally just like a gigantic room and then like five rooms off of that. And it was me and my roommate and then two of our friends lived in this suite as well and then the other three rooms so the other six girls were just like randomly placed there and that was like fine for us cuz like i was still living in the suite with the people that i wanted to live with and then there was just like other girls there too and they were all super nice but there was <laughs> there was one girl who she was she was kind of an oddball and she was super nice but she was always in the bathroom making celery juice yeah, let me restate that. She was always making celery juice in the bathroom like like juicing fresh celery via a juicer and that was always so interest so just yeah, interesting to me. And if you've ever made your own celery juice, it is like really fragrant. It smells really strongly of celery, which is just kind of a nauseating smell sometimes. Um and it was also so disgusting that she would make it in our restroom facility for so many reasons like I don't know why that was appealing to her I think just because there was like a sink there but like I said there was a kitchen in the building it just wasn't in our suite so she must just have not not wanted to go down to the actual kitchen that was in our building and so she would just juice celery in the bathroom like all the time legitimately all the time it was so and it was also so loud this juicer and we would walk into the bathroom and there would just be like the celery pulp like in the trash or sometimes still in the sink which is disgusting like I don't want to be looking at celery pulp and it was also especially horrid when we would wake up on weekends like violently hung over and we'd have to go into the bathroom and just smell celery juice. Like that is actually truly nauseating. She would also like burn incense a lot. And it was just like, it would really overtake the entire suite. It was so, and it was like, it would give me a headache. It was, it was so strong smelling. Um, but she wasn't, she wasn't bad. She was just like odd. And it's, it's one of those things where like, she was just always taking up space in the bathroom and it's like we'd go in there to shower and like get ready for class and she'd be taking up so much space as you can imagine with her entire juicing machine and her like raw celery just like on the counter it's so gross I don't know how that was in any way shape or form hygienic it it wasn't actually spoiler alert um but that was that's pretty much the only like really bad experience I had and then I did have Um, my freshman year I had, um, a roommate that was a ghost, but maybe we'll get into that at the end of the month when we do some spooky stories. And a lot of you have probably also heard that story when I've told it in the past for Halloween episodes. But anyways, let's dive into some of your stories. All right. This one says, okay, so I need to be clear up front. While this is a story about a bad roommate, I did end up opting to live with her for all four years of college. Okay, Slay. Uh, my freshman year, Rumi and I were randomly paired together by the university. We had some things in common, but we were truly very different souls. So a few weeks into our freshman year, my Rumi was pretty drunk one night and got up from her bed, presumably, to go find the bathroom. The bathroom was not in our room, mind you. She stumbled around the room, trying to pull her pants down and sit, down on, and, and sit on my bed to pee. No, no. After kicking her off my bed, she finally landed on dropping trow and peeing on a collapsible chair in the middle of our room. Yes, it was made of blue corduroy. Oh, my God. She had no recollection the next day, so I had to tell this basically stranger that she ruined a chair in the middle of our room. We grew to laugh about it later on and became great friends. But, yes, the peeing never really stopped. What? It never stopped? What do you? (laughs) What? I thought you were going to be like, haha, it's like this silly one-time thing that we talk about. Yes, the peeing never really stopped, but it was always a funny story. I'm I'm sorry. You chose to live with this girl for four years, even though she was waking up and peeing in, in your room in the middle of the night. I actually, too, I also know a girl that I went to college with who was known to do that. And thank God I never, I I was never victimized by that crime, but that is truly heinous and it's also like I don't as someone who who drinks I don't think I have ever I can't even fathom being at a point where like I'm so drunk that I'm like yeah I'm gonna pee right here on my roommate's bed like I can't even fathom that at all do you know any like that's just not something that's like coming into my consciousness in any way shape or form whilst under the influence I can't I'm not loving that that's like it's like almost like a genetic thing I feel like some people have the I need to pee in my room when I'm drunk gene and some people just don't have it and I feel truly blessed and honored that I don't have it and honestly let's take a moment of silence if you are not affected by this gene let's take a moment of silence and be grateful for that okay my sweetmate mate during school year dur- during school last year was a film major first red flag okay you know what I did take a film class in college and it was my favorite class that I ever took. And it was so fun. It was literally so fun. I had to act in and direct and write a short film. And I loved every second of it. Don't shit on film majors. Okay. I basically was one. (laughs) I'm kidding. I was an English major though. So that's like kind of just as bad. Um, Okay. My sweet mate during school last year was a film major. First red flag that I was randomly assigned to. Uh, room with second red flag he brought in this projector on move-in day to watch movies in the common area i thought it was a neat idea at first but he would be out in the common room watching stuff at like 1 a.m when i'd have an 8 a.m the next day and the wall he projected the screen onto was on the other side of my wall that my bed was against so that's already annoying but he wouldn't just watch any show every sunday night he would gather his film major friends red flags all around wow you really hate film majors i like get it I I do I get it if they're like being stereotypical and like kind of obnoxious about it like if they're calling all movies films like yeah that's that's annoying okay he would gather all of his film major friends to watch milf manor (laughs) not (laughs) milf manor at one in the morning like it was the most straight film bro thing ever I don't think that is I think that's like a very incredibly niche thing I don't think this is like a common phenomenon if I'm being honest Though I thought I saw my roommate on Grindr once. Okay, wait, T, jury's still out on that. Wow, oh, that's, what a unique plot twist. Okay, one week I came home and found all of his film friends and a new guy watching Milf Manor. How many episodes of this show are there? Like, like that is so crazy to, that you make like a watch party out of this one, one particular show. If you are unfamiliar with what Milf Manor is, it is a TLC reality show. Now that is a red flag. That is a tried and true red flag. It's a TLC reality show where they bring young guys and their and their hot moms, okay, aka MILFs. They bring them all together and they are dating each other. It is the most disturbing concept of a reality TV show kind of ever. Um, and whoever is the creator of that show is genuinely sick in the head and probably is is going to a dark dark place after after their passing was that too much i don't know but you have a problem if that's if that's something that you're thinking is going to be great entertainment um okay my roommate then introduced this new guy to me as one of the sons that was on milf manor (gasps) Whoa, I did not see this coming. I was floored to say the least. Just imagine all these film kids clamoring around this one guy, not even one of the hot sons, shoot, who would seduce older women in front of his mom on national television. Like, again, absolutely nauseating premise. Like, I can't even fathom. I also can't fathom how this is entertaining. I Cody Co did, like, um, a few reaction videos to this show And it was, it's like just as kind of sick as you would think it is, but also not even in an entertaining way. It's just kind of like sad and like dark. You know what I mean? Um, Okay. He was spilling all the behind the scenes tea, giving the gossip on the other moms and sons, really soaking up his five seconds of fame. And these lowly little film kids, you hate these, you have such a vengeance against these children. I'm... I'm kind of like obsessed with it. You're very consistent. Nothing if not consistent. These lowly little film kids were eating it up. And I know other people have had worse roommate experiences, but that was really a lot for me to wrap my head around as a weary college student just trying to get some semblance of sleep before 8 a.m. Yeah, no, I get that. That's also just like so specifically odd. Like that's an experience that I'm sure really no one else has ever had. So I totally get why that would kind of stick out in your mind. I also just think generally speaking most people's like roommate horror stories are just roommates that have no concept of like self awareness like they just don't care about anyone else they have no regard for other human beings and especially like I think of like college dorm rooms like if you are sharing a dorm room with another human being like you were in a shoebox together there is no room there is it's just like so much can go wrong just by being yourself <laughs> you know what I mean like there's just it's it's hard to live in such a small space with someone especially someone you don't know very well and so I really feel like we're kind of being set up to fail in that way Um, so people that have have had no roommate horror stories and I do consider myself to have really no roommate horror stories so that's and there's definitely been times where I've been like annoyed with my with roommates in the past but nothing that was like really Keeping me up at night. Oh, actually, actually, this again wasn't my roommate, but I had in that same year, my junior year, when I was living in that suite, I lived right below the field hockey team. And they were so loud. They would be walking around their suite until like all hours of the night, and you could just hear them like pacing back and forth. And sometimes I swear to God, they were playing entire field hockey games on the floor of their common room. It was, it was so painfully annoying. I had to call the RA so many times because they would either be blasting music at genuinely way too late on like a school night. Like, I'm sorry. I have, I have things to do tomorrow. I need to get sleep. And obviously just walls are way too thin. Floors are too thin. I was afraid that they were going to fall through the ceiling at one point. Like, this is, that's just, It's like those little things that actually make the biggest difference on your life because it's like this is where I sleep every night. Like if I'm not able to sleep that is actually so annoying and that feels like such a big part of my life. Now in hindsight I'm like oh no nothing everything was fine but in the moment I was definitely livid. Okay this story says my freshman year roommate was a nudist belly dancer. I'm so incredibly sorry. What do you mean? Which definitely was a shock when I first discovered that. Yeah, no, I could see how that might be shocking to one system. She was also a militant vegan and threw away any food I had in the communal fridge that wasn't vegan with no warning or heads up in advance um, that she was vegan and didn't want non-vegan food in the fridge. Okay, that's no, that's too far. That's not okay. Okay. Just because she's vegan doesn't mean you have to be. That's not even remotely reasonable of an ask. Um, My senior year roommate was also a weirdo, uh, but in a different way. Okay. She was a Disney person, which I hope you understand the vibes with which I'm trying to convey this. She would diffuse essential oils that were themed like different attractions at the park. You're lying. You're lying. Oh my God. What does that even mean? Her favorite was Main Street USA to diffuse, but she also did one that smelled like the water at the Pirates of Caribbean ride. No. Are you. How did. Who made that? Who. Where did she buy that? Who is selling that? I'm. That is actually like, okay, that's. That's a lot. An essential oil diffuser with Disney theme park scents. That is. Oh my God, that feels too far. Does it not? Am I being judgmental? Oh, jury's out. Um, She also got attachments for the soap in her bathroom that made the soap dispense itself in the shape of a Mickey Mouse hat. No. Oh my God. She also had a wall dedicated to her tiara collection. Well, I feel like that is honestly to be expected of a tried and true Disney adult to have some form of like publicly displayed collectibles like that to me is checking out I'm really still hung up on the oil diffuser if I'm being honest Uh, when she first moved in I told her I liked her collection of crowns because I was trying to be nice and not a bitch even though I was horrified by the amount of Disney things she was tacking all over the walls and she told me to call them tiaras and never to call them crowns again okay no come on come on you have to you know work with me here It's been like four or five years since we lived together. And she currently works in housekeeping for Disney cleaning hotel rooms and seems super happy and is passionate about it. So I'm glad for her that honestly, at least it was harmless. You know what I mean? That's just one of those things where when you live with someone, you are able to see how different people are from you do you know what I mean because it's like you can go to class with people you can see people in public and be like yeah no we definitely live very different lives based on whatever it might be but until you are living in another space with someone and you see how they live day to day you really you really don't know um that is crazy I cannot get over I cannot get over the oil diffuser I want to google it and see if this is like a, a popular thing Okay. I was able to find it when I Googled it, but I had to do some digging. So she definitely went to like black market Disney oil diffuser scents for sure to find that, Um, which doesn't surprise me. She seems very, very dedicated to her craft. So I, I mean, honestly, every time I think of Disney adults, at first I feel very judgmental because of the people that are like so, 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 so obsessed. But then I think I... I am not that passionate about literally anything in my life. So I just, maybe that's why I just don't understand because I I can't relate in any way, shape or form. Um, And that's beautiful that now she works there. I'm sure she's genuinely living her best life. So that's amazing. Okay. I signed a lease for my second year of college with two girls. I went to high school with and a girl I had worked at summer camp with the summer between high school and freshman year of college. The girls from high school were friends already, but I was the one bringing all four of us together. We agreed at the lease signing, no cats, because I'm highly allergic. That seems like a fair ask on your part. <laughs> fast forward to October, and all three of them stopped talking to me because I had to work to support myself, and they didn't, so they could hang out whenever. I It got to the point where I essentially just stayed in my room whenever I was home and avoided going home as much as possible. That's really sad. I'm sorry. That that sucks, and I've been there. Um, fast forward a few months, I came home from Christmas break in January to a box of Benadryl at my door with a note that said hope this helps (gasps) they had gotten a cat knowing it would be awful for me I made it till June and then moved out and just paid rent until August when our lease ended but it was awful and that cat was such a brat oh my god that is so effed up it's also that is wildly passive aggressive hope this helps (gasps) <gasps> instead of just saying like hey we got a cat which they shouldn't have done anyways also i i one thing i will say is owning a pet when you're in college i i think is a recipe for disaster i have very rarely seen it work out well for the the person owning the pet and especially for the pet i just like i don't think i don't think many people are able to take good care of of pets at that point in time in their lives especially when it's like a you know, like an off campus, like house, it's like, those things are never, never the best environment for any living conditions I've found. Um, that is horrible. I like, how did you persevere through that? I feel s- that that's so sad. Also, I am allergic to cats. Um, and every time I go to my grandmother's house in like the winter, so like all the doors are closed, you know, we're just like, kind of like trapped in like a, in like a enclosed space and the cats are there. I, my eyes are so itchy and that's like the only real symptom that I have with my cat allergy, but it is, it becomes like unbearable to me after like a couple hours because I'm like, I I cannot stop itching my eyes and it is so just like painful and like such a nuisance. So I, I really do. I resonate with you. Um, that's so horrible. I'm glad you, you're not living with them anymore. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. So freshman year, we lived in a quad with individual rooms, but shared a common room and bathroom. One of the girls would bring food back to the room to eat. Totally fine, except she would leave the Tupperware containers just sitting in one of the bathroom sinks. There were only two sinks. Ew. No. That's disgusting. After a few days, we were asked to clean them. Oh, we asked her to clean them. Okay. Uh, long story short, she left them there for two weeks ew and we went to throw them out and there were maggots no that is disgusting also I draw the freaking line at like at like mold ew like that is disgusting because it's one thing to be messy it is another thing to be dirty and to have like dirty dishes and like food and like oh that that's so gross to me maggots that is another level Also, is this a dumb question? Where do maggots come from? (laughs) Like, how did the maggots get there? Okay. On top of all this, she met this random guy on Tinder and legit moved him in with her. Oh, great. Oh, great. They would lock themselves in the room and we could hear them all day and night. Lovely. We knocked on her door to tell her about the maggots. And this guy answered the door but as naked. Beautiful. (laughs) So this is such a wonderful story for you. They tried to say the maggots were from us. I'm sorry. This naked man is trying to argue with you over maggots? What a unique experience. That is so unique. Uh, we told her she had to move him out of the room because he started to use our toothbrushes and deodorant and whatever else was in the bathroom instead of going back to his own dorm 2 minutes away. Oh my god, that is disgusting. Your toothbrush? Ew 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 we weren't even supposed to have guests longer than a weekend and he ended up being there for three weeks to a month and then she went back to his dorm for a few weeks they ended up breaking up and she moved back into her room but had to get an exterminator because her room was infested with god knows what ew ew i can't even comprehend like that level of filth how are you comfortable in that and how does it get that bad? That is like a genuine question I have. How does it get to the point of maggots and like an infestation of some kind that you need an exterminator? Because there's so much that has to happen in between that. You know what I mean? Like first the room gets a little messy and then it gets a little bit messier and then it, it's not like all of a sudden there's maggots. No. Like the conditions in that room had to be so deplorable that that living things. Oh, gross. Ew. I like have the chills right now. Okay. So we had to get out into a hotel off campus. Luckily, one of my roommates had a car so we could get to and from campus easily. Yeah, that's like such an inconvenience for you that you have to be now like commuting to and from campus. Um, The RA reported her after we explained everything for the hundredth time and after the exterminator. She got put on some type of suspension and got put in a single for the following semester. Weirdly gets rewarded. (laughs) They're like, here, you can live by yourself now. We don't want to subject other people to living with you. So you can have your own room to yourself. Her parents ended up buying her a condo off campus. So she just lived there. Her parents spoiled her so much and she couldn't believe anything she actually did um, and couldn't believe anything she actually did, especially about the boy in the room. The whole thing was a disgusting mess, but now we can laugh about it. I, that is so disgusting. I am so glad I've never lived in a, a situation like that. I don't know how people, that's not livable at the end of the day it really isn't oh my god that like I have the heebie-jeebies that's disgusting okay I had a roommate who would chew tobacco and leave cups of spit around my dorm room no hi immediately no that is you do people have no sense and also makes some makes me think like how were you raised if this is a normal thing that like your parents had not yelled at you for prior or whoever you lived with. Like how do you get to this point in your life where you're doing this? I don't understand. She also did not shower. No, no. That's like another place where I, I just have to draw the line. Um, she also did not shower often. So I sometimes had to sleep with tissue stuffed up my nostrils because it smelled so bad. <gasps> Stop it. I woke up in the middle of the night once and she was standing over me just staring I moved out the next day. Oh my God. Ew. On so many levels, ew. I had one of my friends in college, her roommate did not shower very often. And she also would wait so long to do laundry. Like her laundry basket would be overflowing and it smelled so rank in their room. Like a lot of the time. And my friend was always like spraying Febreze and was lighting candles because she was trying to, trying her best to mask it up and it just like never worked and like every time I would step into the room it was pretty pretty jarring but also okay would love to circle back to her standing over you staring at you while you're sleeping that is an immediate and a very hard no absolutely not that is you are not allowed to look at me that is so freaky I also think sometimes like When you live with someone that you don't know very well, it's kind of like creepy enough when you really think about it that you're just like sleeping in the same room as them. Like that's kind of alarming. That's kind of discomforting to just know that like, oh, there's another person in here that I like, you know, when you haven't gotten to that level of being like super comfortable yet and you're like, I'm kind of terrified that you have access to this room when I am asleep. Like, I don't like that. That freaks me out a little bit. Oh, but that's like, that is a nightmare because what do you do? They're staring at you while you're sleeping and you said you moved out the next day. Thank God. I don't, yeah, that is truly, truly disgusting. Okay. Freshman year of college, I had the worst doormate. There was a total of six of us. She told everyone that she was a hairdresser. We were all 18. So I'm assuming you were kind of skeptical about this. Like, okay, you're a career hairdresser at 18. Um, another roommate had chocolate brown hair. So specific. I love it. Crazy roommate, I'll call her Sarah, told brunette roommate, I can dye your hair to a champagne blonde in one session. Sarah then straight up poured, oh my God, cleaning bleach from the kitchen all over brunette roommate's hair. It was awful. Sarah then locked herself in the bathroom telling us we didn't understand the latest techniques in hair coloring. Sarah, what have you done? Oh my God. She poured cleaning bleach for anyone who maybe isn't familiar with the world of hair coloring. When you go to a salon or even if you, even if you're dying with box dye that you, you know, get at a a drugstore or something, the kind of bleach that you're using to bleach your hair is not the same kind of bleach you would use to like clean white, white clothes in your laundry. You know what I mean? It's a totally different substance. Um, And the main difference I would think, and I'm not a scientist, is that, you know, hair bleach is is relatively safe for for human contact it's it's safe to come into contact with your skin and with your hair oh my god cleaning bleach no brunette roommate had chemical burns on her head (gasps) you could have sued her you genuinely could have repressed charges at the very least. That's negligence and also false advertising. You lied about your experience. So it's fraud actually is what I'm getting at here. Um, this same roommate, Sarah, was the only person in this dorm who was from the town where the college was. So she told us if anyone recognized her, we had to pretend she had a different name because she was famous. Oh, okay. She would also bring home random pets all the time. And we weren't allowed to have any. So that was really stressful. Birds. No, you're not bringing a bird into this house. Birds, kitten, hamster, and chinchilla. What? From the bottom of my heart, what the fuck? We all said our goodbyes for winter break and she was the last to leave. We came back for spring semester and all her stuff had been taken out. We never saw her again, nor did she ever respond to our texts. That's so random. I always find it so strange. I feel like that that happened to a few people when I was in school too, that like their roommate just like didn't come back after like a, a break and they never heard from them. That is so strange to me. Um, cut to three years later and I see her on campus. I go up to her and ask her how she is. She says, who are you? And then walks away. It was the weirdest experience of my life. Oh my God. I'm scared of that. I'm scared of her. I can't believe she di- dying someone's hair. Even if you think you know what you're doing, such a bold claim to be like, oh, let me – no, let me do this to your hair, stranger. That's so risky. Like, you have to be so delusional to think that that's going to work out for you. Okay. Uh, You asked for worst roommate stories, and I have quite the doozy for you. In college, I lived with two girls. We had a rotating dishes schedule because we always cooked and ate together, so we would trade off who would do the dishes. I was out of town for an entire week once – And when I left, there was no dishes in the sink. When I came back, there was a massive pile of the most disgusting dishes I've ever seen sitting and rotting in the sun. My two roommates had apparently had a bunch of friends over and cooked dinner for them. But since it was my turn to do the dishes, no, they left it all for me. I was obviously not involved in eating this dinner, so I thought this was absolutely absurd when I refused to clean up their mess after their dinner party they proceeded to throw all the dishes away my own personal pots and pans plates wine glasses etc broken and thrown in the trash that is so horrid that is absolutely so horrid and also so just like disgustingly immature like oh it's your turn I'm not here and also it's like it wasn't even like their own dishes it's like they had a ton of people over so there was like so many dishes and to just be like oh well it's not our turn so like I guess we'll just leave it here until she comes back next week like who thought that that was a good idea who thought that was going to work out well for them um that is that is so truly disgusting I'm so sorry and it was your dishes too that is just mean that is so mean and like if you hadn't let it get to that point it this wouldn't have been a problem like, it, this is all your fault. So why are you throwing away my dishes when this is your fault? That's awful. Okay. <laughs> Moving on, I guess. <laughs> I just feel bad for everyone. Um, Her name was Jessica. I should have known right off the bat, but in the spirit of being open-minded and kind, I decided to give her the benefit of the de- doubt. Sorry, are you saying you should have known right off the bat because her name was Jessica? Because that seems incredibly niche. What do you have against Jessica's? I need to know. This particular semester, I had intentionally uh, created a schedule with late classes because I'm normal. Her toxic trait was having 4,500 alarms. I cannot stand that. I cannot stand that. She would set one on her phone, one on her iPod. iPod. Okay. Okay. Throwback. Uh, One on her computer and one on her actual alarm clock. And there was probably a sundial in there as well. So true. And then she would hide them throughout the room, albeit not intentionally. I think her side of the room was just consistently chaos. So this chick every morning would hear her alarm go off, press snooze, get up and go into the shower, the shower where you can't hear anything. Then it never failed. The other alarms would start going off. I remember frantically cursing her as I climbed under her bed, digging into her dirty laundry piles to find which alarm was going off. I asked for a new roommate. I that is a pet peeve of mine my best friend sleeps with a million and five alarms that go off in the morning um, and she has it like broken down into a system because she also snoozes all of them which is insane that is clinically insane to have that many alarms set and also know ahead of time that you will be snoozing all of them I'm so scared of you Hannah if you're listening I'm so scared of you Um, but also my roommate my senior year would also turn All of her alarms on and she wouldn't wake up to any of them, which is almost more concerning because I'm like, if God forbid we need to evacuate this dormitory at some point in time, you are dead to the world already because you you cannot wake up to your own alarms. And they were so fucking loud. Also, I'm a super light sleeper. I was always awake when her alarms were going off already because she would she was like up super late and then we'll wake up super late and I would go to bed early and wake up early but I would literally have to go over and wake her up because her alarm had been going off for like 30 minutes and like she had class and I don't know how people do that also if you are the type of person that sets an alarm goes and then like wakes up to it snoozes it goes back to sleep snoozes it when it goes off again and like keeps going how is that productive I don't understand that at all I don't understand how that is like because you're not getting good quality sleep in the three additional minutes you're able to go back to sleep that is not do you know what I mean like that's not actually productive that's not actually good quality I don't understand I'm failing to see the point there this next one says I'll keep it short I once discovered that my roommate was storing boxes of uneaten KFC chicken in her drawer I finally realized this when I was suggested when I suggested a spring cleaning session due to the smell in the room. The drawer was filled with bugs and moldy chicken wings. What the fuck? From the bottom of my heart, what the actual what is the point of that? Are you like saving them for later? You can't because that's a perishable food. You can't store them in a in a drawer. I'm just, I'm so perplexed by that. And then even if like, cause I could see maybe like you're hammered, you come home, you order KFC for some, it's such a niche food to get when you're, when you're drunk. And then you just kind of like leave it out for the night. And then you like wake up and then you, then you get rid of it. And this makes it sound like this, she was a repeat offender. Like she was consistently ordering KFC and I don't know, putting her leftovers in this drawer. That is so concerning and disgusting. Uh, So this technically isn't my story. However, my next door neighbor growing up told me this when she went to college. Let's say let's just say she went to a church college. Okay. She had her fair share of weird roommates. One of the worst ones was actually a 15 year old girl who had been homeschooled her whole life and for some reason was in college. How does that happen? how does that actually happen? I'm so confused. This girl had no social skills and was already tough to live with, but she had this boyfriend who she really wanted to marry. And her parents said, absolutely not. You're 15. That's valid. (laughs) That's actually so valid. And this didn't sit well with her or her boyfriend. So her boyfriend's parents wanted to adopt her. I'm so, I'm so sorry. Um, I'm so sorry. This is kind of giving, like human trafficking a little bit. This is scary. Um, They wanted to adopt her. So the plan was that she would get emancipated from her parents and her boyfriend's parents would adopt her and then sign the papers for her and her boyfriend to get married. This is giving child bride. What is this? Is anyone else deeply unsettled by this? This is not normal. Keep in mind, this is a church college. So they were living together and they were living together. So who knows why they wanted to get married so quick. Oh, and her boyfriend was 16 also in college, also homeschooled. There, this is giving cults. This is something is deeply sinister about that. That f- feels like an episode of Criminal Minds. Is anyone else kind of getting those vibes? You know that episode of Criminal Minds? Oh my god. Um, maybe you don't, but there's like, there's this um these parents, and they have like a a boy who's maybe ten or like twelve, and they have him pick a girl that's his age, and then they go kidnap her because they're gonna. Get married and live together. Oh, sick to my stomach. That's kind of what that's reminding me of. Uh, my senior year of college, I was set to share a house with four other girls. One of them backed out at the last minute, and a girl who stayed at, at school for the summer said she would take care of finding a replacement. The replacement she found was a guy named Dylan. Okay, that's just like, yeah, that's not the vibe. I know, actually, I had seen a lot of submissions um, from people that I think were living in Europe that were saying that they like, they were girls and they like lived with guys and they had been randomly placed with them. And that is just not a thing in the U S. Um, and especially if like you had lived with four girls, that's kind of annoying that they would try and replace them with a guy. Uh, he refused to wear shoes anywhere he went beautiful, even to class or to the store. Absolutely not. Dylan put some shoes on. He had a pet ferret that he kept with him in his room and showered with no immediately know the roommate who agreed for him to live in the house had to share the downstairs bathroom with him and she found ferret shampoo in the shower I'm so incredibly sorry that is a person that is destined to live alone do you know what I mean that person should not be in shared spaces with other human beings oh god okay we have a lot more so I'm just gonna try and kind of power through them uh she came home drunk and threw raw eggs at my door at 3 a.m that'll do it that will literally do it. What Also, I I find myself needing to know her side of things. <laughs> what did you do that encouraged her to throw raw eggs at your door at 3 a.m.? Not that I'm blaming. I'm not victim blaming, but I'm just curious if there's more to that. Um, she had a sugar daddy who was married with college age children, and he would come over for dinner often. No. Immediately no. That is that is too far that is again something you should do in the privacy of like your own home not a home that you share with other people I also I'm assuming this is like an apartment like an off-campus apartment or like a house or something because imagine he's coming over to your college dorm on campus and he like has kids that go to that college that's disgusting um my freshman year roommate in college ran a waxing business out of our room lovely I mean you can't hate a girl boss for girl bossing, right? I would come home at all hours of the day to find strangers on the floor next to my bed receiving her waxing services. No. What? How do people how do people get into this? How does that Was this something she ran by you? It's kind of sounding like you guys maybe weren't good friends. I'm really curious as to like how this came about. How do you get into the collegiate um waxing services? run out of dorm rooms like I need to know more okay last one my college roommate had a horrible boyfriend I came home from winter break to find he had vomited all over my bathroom we had separate bathrooms and they had used all my toilet paper later he got arrested for drug dealing and went to jail oh my god he vomited all over your back that is ew. ew 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 ew. people are so gross at the end of the day, humans are disgusting. Um after all this, uh, no, after this, all these weird older people would randomly be at our apartment. Not college students like 30 to 40 year olds, okay? No. And they would smoke in our apartment, and I don't smoke. Okay, so that's inherently annoying. It was a lot of older men. No. This is not okay it was a lot of older men and they would be at our house late at night and I felt unsafe and I bought a lock for my door, which I had to tell the apartment complex about. Okay. So you're in like an off-campus apartment, I'm assuming because, um, Oh, that's really, it still does not make it less concerning. Okay. During all this time, me and her gradually got more petty to each other. She would lock me out of the house. Awesome. And I would turn off the internet. She would steal my plates and pots. One day I came home and saw one of those plastic bags they they give you to put your stuff in when you get arrested. Oh, great. An evidence bag. Oh, awesome. Okay, great. Um, That's how I found out my roommate got arrested. Thankfully, it was the end of the year and I could move out. The day I moved out, the police called me and asked if I had ever seen drugs in the apartment. It turns out she picked up where her boyfriend left off and started dealing drugs for him. The drug in question? Meth. No, my mom maintain, maintains that's why she stole my pot to make meth. <gasps> not her cooking meth in your apartment. Oh my God. I thought you were going to say she like was selling weed to people. Meth. Oh my goodness. That is way too far. How did you, you're so brave for sticking it out. I for sure would not. I would have dipped as soon as there's old men in in my place of residence late at night that I don't know that are unfamiliar to me. I'm get out of here. I am vacating the premises. Honestly, I'm glad you're okay because that sounds like it was a relatively dangerous situation. Call me crazy, but um oh my God. Thank you guys so much for sharing your stories with me. It really it means the world. I'm so sorry to each and every one of you. Also if you are listening to this and you're about to be living with a roommate or you're coming into maybe next year you're going off to college and you're gonna be living with a roommate, let me be the peace of mind for you to tell you that not all roommates are bad. I didn't have bad roommates. Okay, so it's it will be okay. And also let this be a reminder for all of us to remember, um let's just break leases. Let's start breaking leases if your roommate starts cooking meth. And I think that's a great rule of thumb to kind of live by Uh, thank you again for writing in. Also make sure you're following the podcast on Instagram at parkourconvos.pod because I will definitely be asking for more listener write-ins coming up so you can stay in the loop there and participate in future episodes, which is really fun.